0: Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the phone. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Miz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbom. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kultbom. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulp. I'm your host. Dave. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Monday, September 9, 2019. Hope you had a good weekend. We're here to talk about you, the market, your money, and everything that affects all point, points in between. But before we get going first, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're or live 6 or 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Press the button, go to Twitter at GaryKalpom. You can email me. Just be nice. It's not hard to be nice. Read our commentary articles we post if you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, one month free, right there at the cover, garyk.com. First off, the most important thing, I'm going to be coach of the week in my fantasy league. I took Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton on Indianapolis, even after Luck retired, don't ask me why, and they killed it. I had the kicker for the Rams. He missed the 40-yarder, but he got like three others. David Johnson, touchdown, a couple of things. I just had a good game. And interesting enough, I took Dak Prescott as a substitute quarterback and didn't play him. He's player of the week so far, and I didn't play him. So I'm going to be coach of the week, and I still have the New Orleans um, quarterback tonight, Drew Brees, and I have a DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver for Houston, really the number one wide receiver. And I have Antonio Brown, who comes back next week. Of course, it's a depressing day just watching my New York Giants. They have no defense. They have absolutely no defense whatsoever. They didn't do anything about their defense. Oh well. hey ladies and gentlemen, you know there are very th- very specific times in the markets that we alert you to. We don't pull any punches. Uh, there are moments in time where there are no trends. There are moments in time where you have bull and bear market side by side. You have moments in time where big leaders top out, big laggards bottom. And the thing we are most proud of with this show and what we do is being able to isolate things in front of things. And of course, you never know what the outcome is going to be. You just know you've seen it before. You've seen the way things set up. You do your legwork. You do your homework. You do your intensive scans. And then we watch what happens. And as we have told you here, the markets, uh, the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, NASDAQ 100, are where they are a year ago. Russell 2000 transports, others where they were two years ago. The uh, regional banks three years ago. Financials two years ago, uh, foreign markets really bad. But we're always looking for changes. And it's not that we sit around waiting for them. We just know when they're happening. You get a good feel. You see it bull markets are not hidden bear markets are not hidden and when we tell you well we are watching these 50 software stocks and 25 of them have started to break down and another 20 of them look about ready to break down and the five strong names better be watched it's meaningful why? because the software names have been strong for a while not all of them but a good amount and recently we've been telling you how they're they're problematic How little by little, one by one, these strong software names were breaking, number one, the 50-day moving average. Number two, not getting back above on any rally. Number three, the volume's heavy on the downside, light on the upside. Number four, more and more names breaking the 50-day. And you know, we do this little exercise with you on a couple of notes. Meaning, if the market was only 100 stocks and 100 of them are in uptrends, guess what that means? If 100 of them are downtrends, guess what that means? And of course, you move the little uh, needle as it goes. But you do the same thing with sectors. And as we always told you, market first, sector second, stock third. And there is a little fact just from study of 100 years of history in the markets that when a, a group tops out, they usually get them all. Especially if the group is over-owned, over-loved, and over-leveraged. And valuations are a joke. And we've been telling you about this software group, how many names have no earnings. That just plain old lose money. And we've always told you that fear and greed are just such close emotions... From when we go to bull and bear markets. And markets. Will be so strong to a group. When they're bullish. That they will kill a group. When they go bearish. Especially the ones. With ridiculous valuations. So in recent couple of weeks. We have been telling you. On this show. More and more names. We're just. Not hard to report it to you. We're breaking the 50 day moving average. More and more names we're going to hit on volume. More and more names are having poor reaction to earnings. More and more names were not going up anymore. And even the stronger names were coming under pressure. The best way to explain to you today, and we're pre-taping the show in the final hour as you know it's Monday, the best way to explain to you today with the Dow up 35, and it's less than meets the eye of course, They're melting down all these software names. Crushing them. I I guess you can call some of the names a crash. All set up by the things we've been telling you. That little by little, piece by piece, more and more names were getting in trouble. We hope you listened. And again, we never know what something's going to turn into. We just know what it's starting to turn into, and then we get whatever comes next. So with the Dow up 35, and it's about 341 p.m. Eastern time, let me just – AYX, that's been one of the strong ones, down 21 to $120. 15% drop today. AVLR, down 6 to $75. Wait. wait. CSGP, down $35. It's a higher price name to 580. COUP down 12 to 136. HubSpot down 14 to 175. MDB down 10 to 130. Service now down 10 to 254. OkTA down 11 to 110. Paycom down 21 to 228. Huh. Trade desk down 20 to 212. Twilio breaking the 200 day down 13 to 111. Viva systems down 12 to 144. Paycom Software down 21 to 228. And then you got Aspen down 6. CyberArk down 6. CrowdStrike 8. Ring Central 4. Atlassian 6. VeriSign 6. Recent IPO Zoom Video 7. Catching my drift more on this up next it's quite important i'm gary this is the one only investors Edge. it's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working you're listening to hey this promises to be fun investors edge the last bastion of quality programming with gary kultbomb it doesn't get better than this and look once again to investors edge let me continue you see it's not just the software names The market rated, R-A-I-D-E-D today, rated growth. And anything deemed growth. Even kind of, sort of, some low beta growth. You ready? You ready? Mercado Libre down 28 bucks today. PayPal down 5. And that's been acting bearish. MasterCard down 9. Visa down 5. Visa been stalwart. Still trading above the 50 day on both of them. Roku 9, that's been a leader. Universal Display, OLED, 13, breaks out and just tucks its head in like a frightened turtle. Market Tax S, MKTX, down 50. Go check it out. Intuit, down 11. Adobe, down 6. Adobe Bears. that's a big software name. Very ugly looking. I can do more. I think I made my point, but also noticed that some growth cyclicals, financial growth names, I mentioned Visa and Mastercard. how about Fleet Corps, FLT, payment processor, down 12, to 290. How about a growth cyclical like Sherwin-Williams, down 12? How about a growth aerospace defense like TransDime, down 22 bucks today? They also went Accenture they went after for seven bucks. And this is all while the Dow was up. They went after the defence industry today. They went after uh, the exchanges today. They went after also the cellular tower stocks that have been strong, with the Dow up as we speak, forty. So just letting you know, A, we hope you listened as we've been walking you through these software names to avoid as of recent. As number one. Now normally, and I want you to listen carefully, I would be saying to you, oh, look out below. Because in my studies, when the leading growth groups top out, It's usually trouble for the markets. But we're letting you know that so far, all we're seeing is what we would call vicious rotation. Out of growth into other areas. Now, growth is a big area. So we will watch closely. But we are letting you know today while they are just smacking the holy heck out of these names. Very strong day in financials today. Very strong Strong day in oils. Strong day in transports. Strong day in commodities. Now what do those areas all have in common? They've been lagging. Strong day in small caps. So it's obviously the small caps have a lot of what we call low beta value stocks in them. Now as we said, we're still in the last hour and I have to do my scans later. I know exactly what these uh, software names are going to look like because when I was just going through them a few minutes ago, big breakdowns. By the way, not to mention, let me just give you some other symbols for you to look at tonight. DXCM, Dexcom, um, Glucose Monitoring System. Go look what they did to that stock today. Go look what they did to EXAS today. Exact Sciences. And maybe go look at RGEN, which is something called Repligen. There's a lot of that going on today. But, but, I'm willing to say all we have so far is get the heck out of the way of these growth areas. And money flows are going into financials, oils, commodities, transports. And I'm not telling you to buy them. I'm going to let you know I'll be scanning them pretty damn good tonight. Also, we have been telling you we thought that bond market may be topping out. We told you that. Uh, Had another bad day. Interest rates on the long end went up today. And that's part of what's going on here is that maybe the market betting on the economy is not going into the crapper. Also, we've been telling you to avoid new commitments on the gold and silver. Gold and silver again down today. And there was a two-fold thought process here. Number one, the, the stocks were underperforming the metal for the first time in a while, which usually indicates trouble, and they just had a good run for about 10 weeks. So they have to pull back. So a lot of jello moving on the plate, kids. And you need to stay with it. Of course, if you've owned the S&P Vanguard for the last 30 years, you should just not even listen. We're just letting you know changes are afoot. And we've been watching all day, because at one point today, the Dow went negative and the Nasdaq was down 45, but that the Dow, which was relatively strong all day, rallied, and we're up 40 as I speak. With uh, It's 3.52 p.m. Caterpillar's up 4. J.P. Morgan's up 3. Goldman Sachs is up 5. Again, we'll be scanning later to see if there's any, what I would call, oomph to them. We don't mind opening a J.P. Morgan. But we can tell you safely right now, all bounces in these growth areas and growth names are sellable. And they're going to bounce. I don't know when, but they're going to bounce. AYX just dropped from 148 to 121 in two days. That's been a leading computer software name. For example, for instance, PAYC eh, just went from 254 to 229 in two days. Uh, Trade Desk. Yeah, it's down uh, thirty bucks to two twelve in two days, and I can go on and on. So you'll get a bounce. I don't know when it's going to bounce. I don't know from where it's going to bounce. I know you'll get one. This sellable. Up next, uh, more on the markets. News of the day, much more today. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor. America is talking. Investor's Edge. you has got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coulthard. So highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, the Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim back one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. you either in or out of the market with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. It is 3.54 p.m. Dow's up 42. S&P is flat. NASDAQ down 16. NASDAQ 100 down 20. The Socks is still up 7. Market loves the Socks, but they are very overbought here. Uh, small cap, mid cap, good day. Transport's up 200. Advanced decline's not bad. But remember what I said, growth. South end of a northbound jackass today. And it's meaningful because it's a continuation of what we've been telling you, on uh, especially these software names, as one by one been going bye bye, and today they melted down. And so what does that tell you? We're about to teach you something. Okay. What does it tell you that a past leader like a trade desk is down twenty bucks today? Viva Systems down thirteen. AYX down twenty one. What does it tell you? When stocks can make Shopify a leader down twenty three. What does it tell you when these leading growth names don't just go down? They get smacked, and they get smacked thoroughly, and it's persistent, and it goes through any and all support levels of not only weeks but of months. Trade Desk is back where it was in March. It was at a new high four weeks ago. For instance, Shopify was just at a new high seven trading days ago at 410. It's 357 as I speak. You ready for the explanation? And I want you to listen carefully because this matters big time if we ever get a bear market ever again. You listening? Because as you go through a process of a bullish phase in the market, as you go through a process of a bullish phase in the market, all the growth funds pile on and that's why these things have bigger moves than they probably should have. And they end up getting, what have I always told you, overowned, overloved, and they do get over leveraged on a lot of investors will margin the living hell out of these things to make extra bucks because they believe these stocks which have been doing well are so omnipotent that nothing could ever go wrong. And when things get so overowned and overloved and over-leveraged and oops, something happens. It's like pricking the balloon. And all the air comes out at once. Because as I have taught you throughout the years, greed, massive greed will turn into massive fear before a blink of an eye. And that's what you're seeing today. It's exactly what's going on. They got over-owned, over-loved, and over-leveraged. And that's when you get these big moves to the downside. And our job is to measure the strength. There was many that broke down weeks ago in this group. Remember Splunk broke down five weeks ago while AYX kept going higher. So we go through all these measuring sticks, but when we see the strongest, which was AYX, dropped 22 today, by the way, on 4.8 million shares, average daily volume 1.2, that's not Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob selling. It's your big guys. And not only did it slice through the 10-day, but it sliced through the 21-day, it sliced through the 50-day, and has given back six weeks of games. Overowned. Overloved. Overleveraged. is your explanation. It's exactly what is going on with this group. And to a lesser extent, it's happening with golden gold stocks right now. Much lesser extent, though. And of course, as we've told you about markets, we really worry about the one-sided trade whenever we do get the bear market. Just remember, people get conditioned by the markets. And the longer the markets do something, the more conditioned people are. So there's this talk on Wall Street. Well, it's not talk. We've had this passive investing trade. Passive investing. And eh, just buy the frickin' market and don't have to do another thing. Why? Because. What have we had in 10 years? We just had a 20 percenter in, in, in the last quarter of 18. Guess what? Flooded away. On a change of stance by the Fed. So the market is used to, there's never, ever going to be any pain whatsoever, ever. And that's why we worry, because for 10 years, you've had central banks there to do the bidding of the markets. And it's worked. No no argument. It's worked. But is there a day? Is there a day where that last shot of steroids gives you a heart attack? And you do know steroids gives you enlarged hearts, right? So we're just letting you know. We don't want to go further than that. We're just giving you our observations on what's been going on. And you can thank us. We've been in front of this thing on the software for you. I own one name. I won't say which. That I thought I bought perfectly. I think I lost 1%. It's down another 14% in the last three days. Because I recognized what was going on, I think I sold it about uh, seven days ago, seven trading days ago. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a lesson on uh, how this works. Now, it's now going to get very random on all these names. They're all extended and stretched to the downside. They've had like a mini crash. Something, I guess, fifteen percent is a crash. Be careful. They're going to bounce. And there's going to be some good bounces. And the analyst is going to come out and say it's a buy. They're not a buy. They're not a buy. They're a sell... On any rallies... Or any bounces to the upside. How do we know? We've studied this crap. Simple as that. And if things change... We'll let you know. But leave no doubt. It's now come, become apparent what we were seeing for the last two or three weeks. And again, if things change, we will gladly let you know. But money flows into all these other areas today. Not sure what that means just yet. We'd rather growth be working, not lower beta. But we're open to all when it comes to looking at the markets. And as always, Tomorrow be another day. And we're not in earnings season. But we do have a lot of noise. And you know from where. And on what. And of course, that can change minute by minute. Up next some news. And whatever else, I'm Gary. This is the Little the Investor's Edge. You're listening to... What are for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, yeah. go. Action! Investor's Edge. With Gary Colpa. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. In the news, despite my kicking butt in fantasy football for the first week, uh... The president of the United States was going to have the Taliban at uh, Camp David. And that's now out of the question because it looks like the Taliban uh, committed more terrorism where an American soldier died. And I'm just thinking to myself, the Taliban, which was guilty of uh, 9-11, you do realize they were... Anyway, uh, the Taliban that... uh, How do I describe the Taliban? They are massacre campaigns, mass murder... Torture, human trafficking, the complete and utter oppression of women, uh, massive violence against c- civilians, uh, the murdering and intimidating of uh, uh, aid workers. What the hell is the matter with this administration letting the taliban they were going to let the Taliban at Camp David. And I heard the president say, "Well, uh, you know uh, the only way to get through pe- through to get the peace is through talk. You let these scumbags on U.S. soil, these murderers, these Hitlerians, these torturers on U.S. soil and days before 9-11 anniversary, where are the freaking advisors saying, Mr. President, dude, no, we'll hold talks in Nice, France or wherever. You only have a whole freaking world. You're going to let these people on you. They're not even people. Oh, but we got to negotiate with them because we want to get out of Afghanistan. And we're going to trust these people? Do you know what the deal was going to be? Hey, we're going to get out of Afghanistan, but you're going to promise no more terror. While they're committing terror attacks. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm insane. But I don't think I am. Next. Did you see that the 50 attorneys general... I hate saying attorneys general. Can't it just be attorney generals? No, 50 attorneys generals. general are fact-finding. They're not charging. They have no nothing, but they're going on a fact-finding mission against Google. And they had the attorneys general of Texas out today saying, Google... Boy, they make big profits, so we have to look. Really? They make too big a profit, so we need to look at them? You know, I'm not so sure in the Constitution there's any line that says we need to go on a fact-finding mission if a company makes too much money. You know the fact-finding mission that our government should go on to? Not the companies that are making too much money, but the government that is spending too much into deficit and debt. How about... The Attorney's General doing that. Anyway, so Google's in the crosshairs. I guess Facebook's in the cross. And by the way, I'm no defender of these people. You know that. Because I think they got issues on privacy. And they've been paying fines on it. I think there's some bias there, too. But don't tell me they make too much money. And that's the problem. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Anyway, that was in the news. What can I tell you? Uh, What else? Uh, Thursday there will be 10 socialists slash Marxists in the latest debacle, debate, uh, telling us that we should not be making decisions, we should have less money, and they should have more control of every freaking thing we do in our lives. That will be Thursday night. Listen closely because they keep calling Trump a dictator. They keep calling Trump a fascist. Go look up the term fascist. Because in the word fascist is dictator. No, when you tax the hell out of people more, when you regulate the hell out of people more, when you mandate and you feed them and you fine them more, that's going towards fascism. Not the opposite. So we'll talk about that on Thursday. But I just want to give you a heads up for Thursday as today is Monday. And uh, anything else I need to talk about in the news? I'll leave the rest alone. Anyway, let's recap. You are going to see today on the TV, the Dow is up 38. The S&P was down just a quarter point. But the NASDAQ was down 15, the NASDAQ was down 20, but they're not going to tell you how they melted down growth today, and they're not going to tell you how often when they melt down growth, in the leading areas of the market is a precursor for the rest of the market. They won't tell you that. Stay tuned. Hopefully this is vicious rotation. Not so sure. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.